It's Thursday. That's right, it's actually Thursday. <laughs> it's time for another travel log. If you are in, let me see here, New Mexico, you're in New Mexico, heading to your yoga lesson. Do you have lessons in yoga? Yoga lesson? I'm going to go with lesson. Yoga lesson with your yoga mat under arm. If you are in a car in Swindon on your way to a meeting that your boss said you had to go to and you're kind of like, yeah, it's cool. I get to ride in the car for a bit. I can listen to some podcasts, you know, chill out. But I've got to go to a meeting as well, which kind of sucks. Then I'd invite you to join me. I am in Odesseshi, which is spelled O-D-E-C-E-I-X-E. <laughs> It is on the west coast, the only coast, apart from the south coast, of Portugal. <laughs> Maybe an hour or two south of Lisbon. It's in a state, I believe, called... Well, it's not even a state. It's in a state called Faro, F-A-R-O. And it's very nice, just above the Algarve. Right? So what I'm going to do today is I'm going to go through what happened, what has happened in the last week or so, bring you up to speed, because a few interesting things that have happened. And then something I've been thinking about with regards to travel inspiration then we'll get on to your messages i've got a few select messages that i have selected <laughs> to go through as you can tell it's a bit more organized today i've had a bit more time i'm chilled i've just had to turn off the heater which kind of sucks because it's cold in here even though it's warm outside i should do this outside but anyway so last week i was somewhere in the algar which is, is it the Algarve or just Algarve? Who knows? Down in the south of Portugal, right? I don't know what the place was called, but I was staying there. And one thing that was cool about down there, right? Because it was very, very sleepy, you know, average age of about 87, you know. But one thing that was really cool was I went to a hippie market, which they have on once a month in a place called Baron de São João. Which I'm sure they don't say in a Brazilian accent, but I don't know how would they say. It? I know they don't say G, they say D. I only found that out when I came into Portugal. But that's been fun actually learning the Portugal way of Portuguese. It's not as nice, obviously, <laughs> but it's cool. Anyway, so I was in this hippie market, and it was like it was kind of like being in Woodstock, but in like a like a car park. <laughs> It was like there was a bloke playing the guitar, playing like loads of uh, like double stops, proper Jimi Hendrix style, you know. And there was there was vans everywhere, man. If you're down there, down in the southwest of Portugal, head to head to that place, man. Baron de São São João. Yeah, it's B A. Where are we? B A R A O G, as in D E or D, you know. S A O J O. Right. And it was cool because they had like all these vans and some of them were selling like, I mean, it's the standard. In fact, I'll tell you what it's like. It's like those kind of hipster markets they have in a sense, because they have like, here is some homemade honey. It's like, did you make the honey? Did the bees make, the, you know, and it's like, here is some homemade something that you'll never use, you know, but like, cool. I love it. You know, I love that they do that. And like, there's all these, you know, vegetarian stalls and stuff like that. And it was kind of a car boot sale as well. So there's all this badass stuff that I really wanted to buy. But like, I have no use for like an antique cupboard, you know, but yeah, <laughs> it was pretty cool though. It was pretty cool. It was also fun turning up on a Harley because every hippie loves a Harley, so so yeah that was nice now 
I'm in Odaseishi, as I said, and it is the, I heard the other night, or last night rather, that it is the most sparsely populated area on a European coastline. Is that true? Can that be true? How would you measure that? <laughs> I guess it's easily measurable, but like, really? But then like, when you think about the town, I don't know how many of you have been to Odaseishi, but it is, I mean, it's out of season at the moment. And just to, to illustrate how sparsely populated it is, we went out to eat last night. We were the only people in the restaurant. I'm in a hostel right now. There are, I mean, what, 20 beds? I'm literally the only person here. Like the entire, there's not even staff because <laughs> there's no point because it's just me like it's just me in a in a hostel of 20 uh, beds and so i've got like two bathrooms i've got a big ass kitchen you know <laughs> it's just me hanging out in this place and it's so sleepy man on the beach no one <laughs> you know yeah it's out of season but still i hear it doesn't get much more lively than it is now but it's nice all the same it's it's lovely it's lovely and sleepy you know it's a good mixture it's a good mixture so Something happened, right? That sounds sounds ominous, but no, it's not. So I was going, coming back from the beach, right? And I was on the bike and I was rounding this bend. And then I was hearing a bit of a noise coming down from the, uh, coming down from the brake caliper when I was putting the front brake on, right? And so I stop at this little T-junction, right? And it overlooks. So if you look forward from the T-junction, you're looking over like this kind of cliff, you know? And it's picturesque. It's picturesque, right? And as I stop there, and I'm like, oh man, I should check this out. I go onto the side of the road, you know, to the, you know, I cross over the T junction, right? And there's this girl sitting on the top of this rock, right? Just overlooking this, this site and just contemplating life and just being there with her own thoughts until she was interrupted by me. <laughs> so this is, this is such a benefit of, solar travel and this is how easy it is to meet people right so so i go up to her i'm like hey like can you because i couldn't press the brake and like inspect the caliper at the same time so i was like can you press my brake and then i gotta inspect the caliper you know and then so she did that and we started talking i was like oh you're german you know she's like yeah, yeah yeah and then we just started talking about everything we were stood there by the bike for like half an hour just chatting about everything right and then uh, i'm like what are you doing now She's like, oh, nothing really. I was thinking about going to the beach. I'm like, oh, I've just come from there. It's like, you know, 20 minutes walk or it's like, you know, five minutes on the bike. So do you want to hop on? She's like, yeah, yeah. So she gets on the bike. We go down to the beach and we spend a good few hours just at the beach that I just came from. <laughs> just chatting about absolutely everything. She, her name is Susanna. I don't know how you said that, say that in a German accent. She's super cute. Like, not, not, in a, not in a weird way, not like, oh, that girl's cute. You know, she's just, you know, those people that are just really cute. You know, it's like, oh, man, so cool. So nice, you know, so nice. That's the word. And, uh, and yeah, we were just talking for so long. And then, and then the next day, so yesterday this would have been, right? The next day, uh, she's like, hey, I'm going to go to the beach. Like, do you want to come? I'm like, yeah. So I head down to the beach, you know, go on the other bike, go down to the beach. And she's there. And I'm like, hey, how's it going? And we go down to the beach and again, we're just talking about everything because, man, you know, I love to talk, right? So we're talking about everything. And it's like, it's like 18 degrees, but it's a little bit cloudy. It's kind of, well, I say kind of cold. I'm cold all the time, but it was pretty cold, right? And, so, and this is another benefit of solar travel, right? And this is a benefit, I think, of, you know, when you meet people when you're traveling and like you've just met them, right? So you don't really know them. 
and you know that give it, you know, give a day, give two days, maybe even a week, you're never going to see him again, right? I think that is a big benefit, right? <laughs> for a lot of reasons, for a lot of reasons. Firstly, you, you, you can and you kind of have to and you should, not that I like to say should, but you should be yourself. Obviously, you should be yourself all the time, but there's no, there's no point in any, in any, what's the word? What's the word I'm looking for, man? It's like when you tell stories, and stuff like that. It's like, there's no reason to, if you're fond of like exaggerating parts, there's no reason to do that. <laughs> you know, I mean, obviously there's no reason anyway, and that's a ridiculous thing to do, but like, you know what I mean? It's like, you'd be 100% yourself because why not? Why not? <laughs> you know? And so this, another benefit of that is we were on the beach, right? And it was pretty cold. And I was like, man, let's go into the water, let's go. And there's these massive waves, man. And I'm like, the, one of the most fun things to do on the beach, because laying there is boring, right? So it's like, we just need to run into the beach, run into the sea rather, and just run into a wave and just get absolutely killed by it. It's so much fun, man. I absolutely love it, man. So, so she's like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. So we're like, yeah. And then we're listening to John Mayer and, oh, it's so good. And then, uh, <laughs> And then, so we're like, yeah, let's go do it. And so we take all our clothes off, right? Because, you know, it's Portugal. No one, no one cares, right? And I've just met this girl. I'm not going to see her in two days. That, that's another benefit, right? So no one cares, right? I wouldn't care anyway, but like, no one cares, right? So we take all our clothes off, right? And we're there waiting. And we're standing there looking at the sea and these waves. And I'm like, oh, we just missed that wave. And we're there. She's like, should we go now? I'm like, let's uh, wait a minute. Wait for a good wave, and we're waiting there for a good wave. Well, the pretense, you know, we were we were waiting for a good wave, right? <laughs> really, we were just we didn't want to run into the freezing cold Atlantic Ocean, right? And so we're waiting there for like maybe two minutes, just like, oh, that's a good wave. Shall we? Ah, oh, we've missed it. We've missed it. <laughs> and then it's like, right, let's do it. And then we just ran, man, and we just ran into the sea, and it was so funny. <laughs> I remember running in, and I looked over at her just, just as we were just about to hit the wave. And, <laughs> and she just like, she just falls face forward <laughs> into, the, into the wave. Man, it was so funny. It was like when a girl's running away from like um, the killer in like a horror movie and they always fall flat on their face and it was just like that. And I just died laughing and then died because I got hit by the wave. But man, it was so funny. And uh <laughs> And it got me thinking again, man, these things, this thing, especially these things wouldn't have happened. This thing wouldn't have happened rather if I hadn't gone onto the side of the road and gone, hey, can you help me out with my brake? You know, that little thing, that little, hey, firstly, I should check my brake. And secondly, let's talk to this girl that, you know, see if she can help me with my brake. That little thing turns into, transforms into running into a wave and having an amazing time. Do you know what I mean? I, it's weird how these things transform into these other things, but this is one of the things I love about travel. Right. I have it. This is me reading now. I have it all written down what I'm going to say. See how, how crazy is this? I have it written down. I'm still going to ramble. As you can tell, I'm doing it right now. Where are we? Oh, yeah. So later on that day, yesterday, uh, we then got invited out to dinner. I say we, I mean me. I got invited out to dinner with this girl and, uh, and her friend that was in, she's in another place outside of town. And this girl was so interesting, man. She's in the U.S. Army, right? And she's stationed, I want to say stationed, in, um, in the Congo, right? 
in the Congo. And she lives there and she was telling us all about it. And like she's lived all over Africa and she's traveled everywhere, you know, and she owns a Harley Diner Wide Glide. So this is like <laughs> during this conversation, I'm like, wow, this girl's pretty cool, man. <laughs> and we were talking about Harleys and stuff like that. And yeah, and it was just this was another thing. And there was a bloke there as well. Can't remember his name. Something Danish. I remember he's from Denmark. If you listen, don't know why he would be. Sorry, man. But, <laughs> but yeah, we were chatting. And like that, that was another thing. It's like, it's like, man, I, I wouldn't know these people. I wouldn't like be able to talk to these people. I wouldn't be able to hear these stories. I wouldn't be able to interact on this level with these people if it weren't for me pulling over to the side of the road and asking this girl if she would help me check my brake, right? So let's get on to what I've been thinking about. And what I've been thinking about is, as you can probably tell by the title of this episode, is travel inspiration. Now here at this podcast, we, I say we, it's just me, we, we like to, we like to, hmm, what's a way of putting this? Inspiration is our bag. <laughs> quote mr powers and uh yeah that's that's what we like that's what we do right because there's there's a lot of podcasts out there that go hey you should go here and do this and then make sure you budget this way etc and they are fantastic podcasts and that's not what we're interested in man it's like travels more than that travels more than your budget travels more than how you pack your bag travels more than booking flights for cheaply in advance you know what i'm saying right so so yeah inspiration is something i'm really into right so i was thinking about this because i was going through my bag right i can't I think I was looking for my glasses or something, but I was going through and I was like, I was like, man, so in the bottom of my bag in like three waterproof things, because I really don't want them to get wet, are pictures of my parents, right? When, uh, when they, when they would bike around and camp around on their bikes, right? On their motorbikes. And man, these pictures are so good. It's like, there's one where my dad's just there, like lying on the bike, like he's got his, his boots right up on the handlebars and he's lying back on the backrest and he's like shirtless with these massive seventies flares, you know? <laughs> and like, there's all these badass pictures of my parents and like, and my uncle as well, he's got super long hair. He looks like Tony Iommi, you know? And so <laughs> there's all these awesome pictures. And if you go to Instagram, uh, this sounds like I'm just getting, trying to get people to go to my Instagram. I don't care, but if you want to Sam, go to instagram at backpack digital and you can check out there's a photo on there i laid them all out took a photo so check them out man it's because i talk about my parents quite a lot, quite a lot on here because they are an inspiration for this way of life right and for a lot of my way of life in a sense so yeah man check them out so i was looking at these photos and i was like man for this trip they are in a sense my inspiration right but then i thought hold on because I had actually tagged the photo, not tagged it, what do you call it? Uh, it was a thing where you put a little caption, captioned it, inspiration, right? Because, you know, you're trying to look all cool, right? <laughs> and, so, and so I was thinking, what is, what is an inspiration? Do we, do we need inspiration, you know? Like, and I was thinking, what is mine? So for this trip, it's my, my parents because of their, their kind of hippie biker way of life, you know, and that biking around, the camping, the, you know, all that type of stuff. And then it's also... A big inspiration and this actually got me to think about what it means by inspiration but is peter fonda 
Not the actor, but the I guess the character that he plays in Easy Rider and Billy as well. You know, you gotta love Billy. But if you haven't seen Easy Rider, I'd recommend checking it out. But it's a film basically in 1969, right? Where these two bikers they bike off into the states. They actually do a drug deal to get all the money, right? And then they hide it in the tank, and then they they go off into the states to try and look for freedom. Right? And they're on a search for freedom on bikes, camping around, being free, having nothing to do but but search for that freedom right and like there's a bit at the start where they're just about to ride off and the pusher by steppenwolf is playing right and then he takes off his watch looks at it and just throws it on the side of the road because he doesn't need a watch right so that man that <laughs> that is also an inspiration for this trip and then so that got me thinking what is an inspiration and the way i think about it right is it's like it's like someone that you're kind of walking in the footsteps of, right? And it's like someone's done this type of travel before. Someone's maybe done this trip before, right? So like you can think of a lot of bikers when they, especially when they, when they go down to the, into Europe and into Russia and all over that way, they look to Ewan McGregor and other bloke. No, I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to get it. Ewan McGregor and other bloke. Oh, I almost, John? No. Borman, oh, Borman, Charlie Borman, oh, he got it. So, yeah, <laughs> so they did uh, The Long Way Down, the, oh, never mind. So they did <laughs> The Long Way Round, Long Way Down, no, the, the Long Way Round, that was one of them, right? Anyway, and so they did this trip and there's all this TV show about it. It's really good, actually, it's really good. So they travel on the motorbikes and that is when people do that trip, they have Ewan McGregor and other bloke Charlie Borman in the back of their minds because if they see the things that they saw, they go, ah, this is, this is from that trip, you know, this is it. And in a sense, it's what people do with their lives anyway, you know, whether their inspiration is their parents, whether the inspiration is, is a celebrity or something like that. It's like I'm doing, like if you're a musician, I'm playing a gig just like Tommy Lee played a gig. You know what I mean? It's like I am living that life that is my that is my uh, blueprint for this life in a sense right and so it's like if you go to bali or india or something then eat pray love if you've seen it that's got to be in the back of your head you know you're in bali you're like where's my brazilian man you know so it's like it's like we have these and the same with like the motorcycle diaries you know if you're riding a motorbike in south america argentina up to cuba and you go and liberate cuba you know <laughs> the motorcycle diaries is going to be in the back of your mind, right? And it's like, do we need this travel inspiration? But more so, like, can you do a trip without this inspiration? Can you be your own inspiration, right? It's kind of like they're your mentor. It's like they're in the, it's like, ah, linking back in you and McGregor. It's like they're your Obi-Wan, right? So it's like you're Luke Skywalker going out on the hero's journey, right? Because travel, I think, is the hero's journey. Maybe I should, I should definitely do an episode about that. You know, the hero's journey, which is from uh, that bloke. <laughs> the bloke, he, he does all that stuff on like acid and stuff. Anyway, and uh, so Luke Skywalker, you know, hero's journey. And Ewan McGregor, not, it's not actually Ewan McGregor. It's, oh, other bloke. Sir Alec Guinness, there you go, and uh, and Obi Wan's in in you know in his mind, literally in his mind, talking, you know, use the force, etc. And uh, and that's kind of these inspirations are kind of like our Obi Wan's, right? So it's like it's like in the back of my mind when I 
when I pull up to, you know, an old looking kind of petrol station or like I get to a to a place I'm going to wild camp or something like that. Like not only is Peter Fonda in the back of my mind, you know, but it's like but it's like I feel like I kind of am him in a way, you know, it's like because I'm following in the footsteps, not geographically, but in a sense what I'm doing. It's like I'm I feel like Peter Fonda <laughs> again, not the actor. But yeah, so it's kind of, but the way I thought about it, in a way, right, it's like, man, <laughs> I'm glad you like the ramble, by the way, guys, I'm glad you like the ramble. So in a way, it's like, it's like planning, right? You know, the way I think of planning, it's nice to have a guideline, right? But that's, well, it's kind of not the way I think about it. That's like my, <laughs> that's my way of talking, thinking about it when someone says, hey, but I like planning. I go, Okay. <laughs> well, it's nice to have a guideline. What I really think is don't plan, right? But it's nice to have a guideline. But going off course is not only doable, but welcomed, you know? It's like you have that guideline, but it is, yeah. Like, well, I just said it. I'm not going to repeat myself, you know? <laughs> it's not only doable, but it's welcomed. So using their guideline, right? So using Peter Fonda's guideline, maybe he'll wild camp, maybe he'll go into a place, but he'll not pay for the fuel. I'd use that guideline, but I'll pay for the fuel. You know what I mean? It's using that guideline, adding your own twist. That's not really a twist. So like, like each car, you know, is based on the concept of what a car is with the manufacturers kind of adding in their differences. You know, each piece of music is based on the concepts of that genre, right? With added flair from the artist. That's what makes it your own travel if you're following the metaphor, which is quite easy to follow, really. I don't know why it wouldn't be. So it's like, <laughs> it's like they say all rock music nowadays is an offshoot of, obviously it's an offshoot of before this, but it's an offshoot of either Black Sabbath or Led Zeppelin. And you can, you can actually follow like this is nothing to do with the metaphor by the way but you can actually follow like it so if you look at a band like van halen they're clearly offshoots from zeppelin if you look at a band you know what i mean you can even do it to present day look at a band like Avenged sevenfold they're clearly offshoots from black sabbath you know right so <laughs> i don't know why i brought that up but yeah it's like you're using their blueprint and you're adding your own twist to make it your own travel because you can't just follow in the footsteps right so oh man so my question is, I haven't even had coffee today. My question is, who are your travel inspirations, right? The people that you look to and say, man, I'm going to do a trip like that. You know, maybe it is the Eat, Pray, Love. It's, it's actually a really good film. I know you blokes out there are like, Eat, Pray, Love with that bird from Titanic. And like, but it's a really good film, right? They're a really good film. So is it the, the Eat, Pray, Love type of thing? Are you going to Bali to, to go see the things the, that she saw, right? It's also a book, right? It was a book before. And uh, are you going to India to go do the stuff that she did? Or are you like taking a motorbike through Argentina and up through wherever and then liberating Cuba at the end, you know? <laughs> <Are> you <laughs> Who are your travel inspirations? Do you follow hashtag van life on Instagram? I've been meaning to do that the last couple of days. I'm like, man, because I've been thinking about getting a van and going across the States like for the next trip maybe because that's all anyone thinks about when they're on a motorcycle trip. It's like when they're cold in a tent, like, man, <laughs> I could do with a van. So, man, do you, yeah, do you follow van life and Instagram and think that's the way I'm going to do it? I'm going to do that genre. I'm going to do vanning. Or do you follow like Traveling Jackie on Instagram from the Budget Minor Traveler? She does Patagonia journeys and does all this hiking in the snowy hills and stuff. Not my idea of fun. But what is that concept that you're taking? And more importantly, how are you going to put your own twist on it? And I've just remembered actually another inspiration of mine. <laughs> 
<laughs> but it's not so much the travel aspect. It's more the, it's more what, it's kind of like what I aspire to be like, right? But it's, it's hard because I don't think I am like that. I think I'm better, better off being more true to who I am because I like to talk and I'm quite animated and I'm always smiling, right? But what I'd really love to be like, right? <laughs> now, I know you should be happy with yourself and I am, but like, hear me out, right? If you've seen The Wild One with Marlon Brando, right? <laughs> Those of you who've seen it have been like, are just thinking now like, yes, <laughs> Like there is no one cooler, man. There, well, there are a few, but, you know, Vincent Price is very cool, but yeah, Marlon Brando in the Wild One, man. Just in fact, just look up some um, some clips on YouTube, man. It's man, he's so cool. I would love to be that stoic. I would love to be that kind of just everything about that character, man. <laughs> he's my inspiration for life, but I I don't think I can be like him. So that's annoying. <laughs> anyway, that just popped into my head. So. What time are we at? Let's have a look. 25 minutes. Wow. I didn't even breathe through that. <laughs> so let's get on to some messages. Right. I've picked out three. Where are we? I haven't even picked it out. These are just three that came in. Where are we? So I have one from Cat with a K Fashion. Hi, Hayden. Hello. I just discovered your podcast, Ellipses. <laughs> I love the Ellipses. It's, oh, there are a few dot around. It's really great and strangely addictive listening. Thank you very much. I've been getting a lot of these backhanded compliments, by the way. <laughs> and I do appreciate them. Like, you could just say, it's really great and addictive listening. Great. Thank you very much. No, it's really great and strangely addictive. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why it is, because it's not that good, but it's addictive. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like The Room, right? You know, <laughs> it's like the worst movie of all time, but you can't stop watching it. No, anyway, I'm reading too much into it. So... <laughs> Thanks for putting yourself out there and inspiring others. Oh, thank you. That's it. Yeah, that ties in so well with this. Um, I don't read these, by the way, before I do this, but that ties in so well with the uh, with the content today. So I hope I can be brave enough to go on an adventure one day. Cat, cat. I hope your name is actually cat. Cat, Katie. There you go. <laughs> of course you're brave enough. Of course you're brave. In fact, I'm just gonna let me have a look. So. There's you on a beach. There's you on a plane. Man, <laughs> you already travel. Of course you're brave enough. So because you travel anyway, that's that's more than half of the of the well, journey is a weird word to use, but that's more than half more, more than half of the battle. You know? Of course you can go on an adventure. It's as easy as getting on a plane, going to somewhere, and then not having plans, I think. That, in fact, I see where it comes in with the braveness, right? Because not having plans is kind of, that does add that added element of courage necessary for it. But if you were to go there, and the way we were talking about it, me and Irish Neil were talking about it with, um, uh, it was a question that someone brought in and it was like, yeah, I want to do this, I want to do this. And it was like, man, start off slowly, right? You don't have to jump in. I was saying this, you don't have to jump in and go to the Sahara and live there for seven months, you know? Like, you can just fly over to the next country and just not have a plan for three days or two days or whatever, you know, start off slowly. And then the next time you go out, you go out for a week and you go a little bit further. Next time you go out, you go for, and then, you know, by the end of it, you're on a multi-year journey, you know, doing some crazy hitchhiking across the Middle East. You know what I mean? It's like, it totally builds up. So I believe that, well, I was going to say, I believe that you are brave enough to do it, but I don't know you. You may not be, but you certainly can be. You possess the ability to be that brave or to 
to kind of cultivate that courage, right? So I believe that you can, and I believe that you will. Please let me know when you do, because I'd like to feature you on here, and so I can tell everyone, hey, check this out, Cat Fashion did it, right? So let's have a look. So we have the Max Turcotte with a T-T-E. Quite French, yeah? Anyway, hey Hayden, hello. Love the show. On a seven-hour flight a few months ago, listening on a seven. Love the show. On a seven-hour flight a few months ago, listened to, ah, listened to eight or so episodes in a row. Jesus, <laughs> got like six to go. Wow, man. <laughs> it's like as soon as people start talking to me, and they're like five minutes in, they go, "Oh no, I've made a mistake. This guy won't stop." <laughs> but for someone to willingly to willingly listen to me for that's insane so thank you very much <laughs> i really enjoy i've done that myself with podcasts before and i i know what that means i know i you know i know what you mean by that so thank you very much for that that's awesome where are we uh, i i got a question for you for your next episode if you would like i would like thank you when you're camping what do you do when it comes to food cheers max thanks for the question max so when it comes to food in general while traveling but yeah especially with with camping actually there's two there's two main things i do and i really i don't think i ever go i ever stray from these things right so when i'm so when i'm hmm, you did ask about camping but i'll bring in traveling as well right because sometimes i'm camping and sometimes like today i'm in a hostel all by myself right <laughs> sometimes in an airbnb whatever right so when i am in those places and i'm near like a little village or a town or something it's it's the local stuff, you know? It's like I go and I find wherever the locals are, you know? It's like you, you don't want to go into the place where you look in and, you know, depending on what country you're in, everyone's a white guy, you know? <laughs> and it's like you can see people's backpacks kind of against the what You don't want to go in there, right? So you just go into where there's, if you don't speak the language, you go there and that everything confuses you. That's where you want to go because that's where, you, where you're going to get the local food, right? Because I'm not... I'm not these one of these people where they're like, man, I love traveling because of the food, you know? There's a lot of blogs about that. It's like, you know, eating my way around the world or whatever, you know? And it's like, for me, I think it's because I'm working class, but like for me, eating is like, it's quantity over, uh, over quality, right? <laughs> it's like, I could just easily eat like, you know, pasta mixed in with, you know, whatever, just nothing. I, well, when I was in university, like I pretty much survived on like a big, massive, like five kilo bag of pasta that my mom would send <laughs> like every three months or something. And like a two pea tomato soup from the, uh, from the supermarket. And you just cook the pasta, you put a soup on it. There you go. And that's my style of eating, right? It's like, yeah, it's, it's a lot more healthy than that nowadays but but yeah so i'm not one of these people that's like oh did you try that bacalao over there oh it's very good oh this one has a bit more garlic on it. i don't care i honestly don't care right but <laughs> i do like local stuff though it's cool to know what they eat and to find out you know how it tastes for the people over here because that's more of the experience it's nice you can see what they see you can hear what they hear and you can taste what they taste and sometimes negatively you can smell what they smell right so that is nice but when camping which is what you actually asked when camping, what I like to do is go to somewhere, maybe before I set up camp, you know, but go to some, because you always pass by a little village or something like that. And I'll go there and I'll go to the, what's the word for it? Green grocer. Is that a word people still use? I don't know. I think it was before my time, but yeah, I go to the vegetable shop, right? <laughs> I don't think that's the word either, but yeah, so I go there and I find, let me see, like, what are they called? Peppers in Australia, they're capsicum, right? And like, you know, 
carrots and potatoes and tomatoes and stuff just you know random vegetables and local vegetables and everything like this right just all like a, a rainbow of vegetables right and then uh, and all i do is i've got some oil on the uh, on the bike not motor oil i've got some oil on the bike and i've got some italian herbs right just to make it you know a bit more interesting and uh, and all i do is <laughs> get my pan put some oil in it sometimes maybe sometimes i don't even use oil cut up all the stuff whack it in a pan Put some herbs on it, eat it out of the pan. <laughs> I do that a lot because not only it, it takes all the boxes, right? It takes all the boxes for me because it is cheap, like really cheap, like ridiculously cheap, right? It's super, super cheap. It's uh, it's filling, like all those carbs, good carbs, proper filling, right? It's healthy, right? Loads of vegetables, loving that, right? Loving that. <laughs> I don't know why I've turned into Ricky Gervais. But yeah, all these vegetables, amazing, right? So that I, I do that a lot. And it's easy. There you go. It's easy as well, right? And so it ticks all the boxes. Sometimes sometimes I'll have some rice because rice, you can keep it for ages. You know, if you're camping, you can just keep it in your bag. And like a, a Linus, my hitchhiker I picked up, he uh, he had it in these like old like pasta sauce jars, you know what I mean? They were filled with rice, you know, same with pasta. You could do that as well. Anything dried, you know, and then you can just boil it up, you know, because, you know, you got water everywhere. You got rivers and stuff. So pasta, rice, vegetables, you're about sorted, you know. Oh, and I tell you what, man, oh, I'm getting hungry now. I haven't eaten today. And it's, what is it now? It's 12.28. Oh, man. So <laughs> one of my favorite meals, right, meal. Yeah, I guess it is a meal, but is getting some pasta, right? Some nice pasta. Doesn't matter which pasta, what shapes, little bow ties, little action man bow ties or whatever, you know. And uh, <laughs> action man for US listeners is like G.I. Joe, I think. And imagine him wearing a bow tie. Anyway, so <laughs> get some pasta and then, uh, and then cut up some vegetables, you know, peppers and tomatoes. And I know both of those are fruits. But, and, then, uh, and then whack those in, right? And then cover it all with an obscene amount of green pesto oh man pesto's the pesto it's so good man it's like yeah in fact i could literally just survive off well I probably wouldn't survive for long but just off pasta and pesto pesto pasta man pasta and pesto 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 right it's like it's so good pesto is the best <laughs> oh right so i didn't want to do it but i did so there we go that's what i eat when i'm <laughs> And also fruits for afters, you know, get some oranges that you can steal from the trees in Valencia, you know. So that's what I eat. If you're a meat eater and you're like, hey, I need my, my protein to, you know, to maintain my manliness, etc., you know, then uh, I can't help you. Right. <laughs> no, I'm sure there's a way. I'm just not the guy. Right. Last question for today. Last question because I'm getting too hungry, man. Last question is from Stan Danley. And... <laughs> I love this because I love a good spoonerism, right? That's actually the word because it's named Dan Stanley. And this thing is Stan Danley. Love it. Right. So, oh man, it's another backhander compliment. Didn't think I'd like your podcast, but I love it. See, what is, what's with this, man? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Thanks for that. <laughs> no, so, uh, didn't think I'd like, I want to know why. I want <laughs> no yeah i can understand it. i can understand it. it's like i can't understand tell me why anyway especially especially the irish what's his name episode love that uh neil by the way my first vacation slash start of a lifetime of travel love that was in 
Barcelona, cool. You've got me missing it extra hard. It is a really good place, man. It was great, like, because um, I was there during the, what's it called, all that Catalonia stuff. And there were all these riots in the street and they were holding up flags and like everyone was, there was a guy on a megaphone and it was all going on. And man, I love that stuff. I love that stuff. It like, I don't know, man. It's like, that's how 1984 should have ended. You know what I mean? It's like, I love that like revolution stuff. Love it. So what was it? You're an inspiration. Oh man, tying it in again. Thank you very much. You've turned it round, Stan Danley. You've turned it round. <laughs> I sold my motorcycle a couple of years ago. Oh, no. And a piece of me died that day. Oh, man, I can only imagine because, man, you develop a bond with motorcycles. I mean, glory is just outside, you know? And I was telling someone the other day, I don't think I, I don't know whether I've said this on this podcast, but like there was a, there was a time where it was super windy, like ridiculously windy. And I was in the tent, right? And it was just like, <laughs> it was mental, right? It was proper windy. And so I, somehow managed to move the tent right kind of imagine me right carrying a tent holding it on the bottom it's still like i don't want to say the word erect but i will it was still erect right <laughs> and there's me carrying it like a like a windsurfer right just kind of trying to get it beyond this wall so i got it beyond this wall and it was lovely right but then as i was just getting everything into the tent and about to this is like 3 a.m you know and i look around the wall and the bike's just there glorious just there in the wind She's absolutely fine. She weighs like, you know, a, a quarter of a ton, right? But she's just there in the wind. And then I remember thinking to myself, like, man, no, she doesn't feel feelings, let alone the wind, right? So just forget about it. You're, if you continue to live this kind of weird relationship with an inanimate object, then you're going to go insane. And th there's bad stories of this happening. So you've got to stop this, right? And so I go into the tent and I'm there lying down like she doesn't feel feelings. Don't worry about it, man. <sighs> and I'm like, oh, God damn it. So I just get out of the, <laughs> get out of the tent, go over to the bike. I'm like, oh, you've done it. I'm not talking to her like, man, should I be saying all this? This makes me like insane. So I'm like, man, I couldn't just leave you out here, you know? <laughs> This is me at 3 a.m. in the middle of like Spain, I think it was, just wheeling a bike out of the wind because it was cold. Anyway, so I understand how a piece of you died, man. I understand, right? So this is, uh, again, Stan Downley, right? My next big goal, big is in capital letters, I love that, is ride from one end of Europe to the next on two wheels. Yes, love that, love that. Preferably an Indian. Yes, man, I saw an Indian the other day. I was in somewhere and um somewhere in portugal and i heard this bike come in i was like that's weird it's a nice sound it's not a harley because like, you know i grew up with them i could tell but it's like it's not a harley but it sounds super nice and it comes past and it's this real nice matte black indian with these you know it has all the all the, the panniers on it the saddlebags it's got the one on the back man it was had a big um like a windscreen at the front oh it was super nice man super nice and so yeah, if they weren't like, well, they're not so much the rivals of Harley anymore. That's probably Triumph, but they're really cool, man. If they weren't the rivals, I might get one. But I think I'd be thrown out of my family if I didn't have a Harley. So <laughs> they are super nice. Also, Triumphs. I've for the duration of my life, like I've been like not anti-Triumph, but like I said, they're kind of the rivals of Harley in a sense, you know. So it's like, you know, it's what's it like? Um, I don't know. I don't know any sports references, but they're like the rivals. So it's like, but then I was watching the wild one with Marlon Brando, right? And, uh, and it's like, they're all on the motorbikes. What's he riding? He's riding a triumph. 
suddenly they're cool, right? So I don't know, man. But anyway, where are we? Uh, preferably in Indian. If shipping doesn't cost an arm and a leg, shipping, where are you at? You in the States? Let me have a look. Stan Danley? Can't tell. Can't tell. Probably in the States, because Europe, yeah. So, man, yeah. Uh, hmm, if shipping doesn't cost an arm and a leg, thank you. Uh, I'm going to carry on reading then, and then come back to that. Thanks for sharing so much. The rants and ramblings are eagerly anticipated. Stay safe, ride hard, and Godspeed. Yes, love that. <laughs> So if shipping doesn't cost too much, yeah, I was thinking about this too, right? Because me and my dad are going to do the Easy Rider trip and um, in the States. like, And so we're like, do we hire bikes or do we ship them over? And it was like, what was it? I think the whole trip all up for three weeks is like 5,000, uh, was it pounds or dollars? I think it was, I think it was pounds. So like, what's that, like $8,000, something like that? Or 7,000, I don't know. But that was like, that was with hiring bikes for three weeks, right? But to ship them over would be ridiculous, you know? But then again, it's only, it's only three weeks of hiring, right? But then if you're going to Europe, I was thinking then of going to the States and like buying a bike like I did in Vietnam. But I bought a bike in the South for like the equivalent of 150 pounds and then rode up to the top, did it up a bit when I got to the North. So it was better than it was. Sold it for the equivalent of 160 pounds. So like... So I was thinking, well, if you do that, it doesn't cost you anything, right? So if that's possible, and I'm pretty sure it would be, if you get to Europe, you know, and shack up for a bit and then buy a bike, it might be hard to find an Indian, but, they're, well, they're kind of hard to find anyway. But yeah, so get what I would say is get to Europe, buy a bike, and then sell it at the end. I know selling a bike sucks. <laughs> I know that sucks. But that's what I would recommend, if possible. And the place that would know if it is possible is a website called Horizons Unlimited, right? And they're all about motorcycle travel. So Horizons Unlimited and go on the hub, which is the Horizons Unlimited bulletin board, I believe. And uh, yeah, if you go on there, they can tell you absolutely everything. I would suggest that. I would suggest buying one in Europe, if you can, because it would save you a lot of money and uh, and it would save you a lot of hassle with like because it'll have European plates and everything like that. So that's what I'd recommend. But man, you're gonna have a great time. And if you do it within the next year or so, I'll still be here. So it'd be nice to have a uh, a Dennis Hopper to my Peter Fonda, you know. <laughs> so man, let me know. Right, this is it for today. I am so hungry after talking about pesto. <laughs> Thank you so much for your messages and comments. Sorry, I keep on. I keep on trying to get up, but I've got my headphones plugged into the recorder. So every time I get up, it just yanks my ears off my head, right? So anyway, <laughs> so thank you for your messages. And I hope that you have enjoyed this week's episode. <laughs> and tell you what, I'm thinking about starting a new thing, right? Okay, so here's the thing. You thought it was going to end then. So did I. I'm still hungry, but this just came to my head, right? So I was listening to something and it was talking about <laughs> so many details. And it was talking about community, right? And then I was thinking, well, we're kind of like a community on the show in a sense, but it's 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 two way in the sense that that you guys sometimes ask questions and you talk to me and I talk back to you, right? Which is two way, right? Which is nice. But I think what would be good, right? Because sometimes I don't have the answers. <laughs> I know it's hard to believe, but sometimes I don't have the answers, right? With like that what do you eat when you're camping, you know? I can only say from a vegetarian point of view, right? When it comes to, you know, transporting steaks, I, I, I don't know the first thing, right? So, so what I was thinking was, if a question comes in, right? And, and I don't know the answer to it, which does happen, 
obviously, as we've seen. I think it would be cool where if someone has the answer to send it to me and I can say, I can say it on the show. You know what I mean? It's, it seems so simple. But like, okay, let's start it this week. Let's start it this week. So let's go back to the questions. What have we got here? So to give, if you have any more advice, if you have your own take on things, you know, then bring them in to someone else's question. You know what I mean? So it's like Cat Fashion says, I hope, I hope I can be brave enough to go on an adventure one day. If you guys have stories about how you didn't think you were brave enough to, to go on an adventure or go on a trip or do anything in life, and then, you know, it turns out you were, or you built that braveness up, you built your courage. How did you do it? What was your way of going about it? You know, I know that wasn't specifically a question, Cat, but, you know, I'll bring that in anyway. And then the Max Turcott said, yeah, that was the one when it comes to food, you know? So meaty is out there. What do you guys do, you know? Or if someone else is camping, they've got better ideas, you know? Maybe you bring some some bars, some protein bars or something like that. What do you guys do? Like, let me know, man, and let these guys know. And then Stan Danley, if you guys know about uh, buying bikes in Europe, same thing, same thing, man. So I'd like to, I'd like to invite that just because I think we'd feel more like a community, and I'd like that. <laughs> so yeah let me know what you guys think about those questions and let me know what you guys think about this episode man why aren't i ending this yet you guys want this to end i can feel it <laughs> so let me know what you guys think about this episode send me messages on instagram at backpack digital go check out that picture of my uh, my parents as well it was amazing and i took a picture as well i think it's the one just after that that looks like a max uh, a mac uh, desktop it was so weird i was i was on uh, not on the beach i was on like a cliff and i took this picture i'm like that's a mac desktop i'm sure it is so anyway so, yeah. so get in touch on uh, Instagram, Backpack Digital. This is me signing off. I'm actually going to do it this time. No, you hung up first. No, you hung up first.